0: I think I'm
1: Yeah, welcome to the Totally Inappropriate Radio Show here on the What what are we on, Lexus? Skyhawk. After Dark Radio Network. That's right. Yeah, you got to get their promo right. You got to get their promo right. They're the boss. So, hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. We're going to kick it off by uh, doing something I don't really ever need to do because everybody knows who the fuck I am. But I'll introduce myself. My name is Kimber Haven. I'm a porn icon, a living legend, and, uh, you know, master of the entire universe, basically.
0: Why do I all of a sudden feel like I'm going to throw up?
1: You know, the the He-Man figure's master's of the universe, they based it on my life. True story.
0: Because he's so gay?
1: (laughs) No, because he's so ripped. Okay. Yeah, he's so awesomely ripped. Mm. He-Man wasn't gay. Okay, Prince Adam was a little gay. (laughs) But He-Man was like the butch leather daddy version of Prince Adam.
0: Yeah, you said it. The leather daddy (laughs) Cause he
1: even dressed like a leather daddy when he took off his shirt. He's like, hey, look at the studs on this leather thing I got on my chest. Uh so who do I got to my right?
2: Lexus.
1: Aw. That, that that's all you need?
2: That's all I
0: need. No
1: last name. Nope. Okay. Well, who do you got to your right? You have the badass. <rocks>. I couldn't uh, hold it in. I know last why you're night. laughing. I know why you're laughing <laughs> because of last night. Yeah, uh, that's why I said it. <clears throat> well, at least you made Lexus laugh. So, <laughs> so uh, Ray Ray Raven over there in the production seat uh, in the little production booth over there, she's not feeling so well today.
2: She's Aww. under the weather. Yeah, didn't felt well for a week.
1: Aww. Aww. She was so worried she even had herself self-check for COVID. She's COVID free.
2: Well, I went to CVS and got the rapid at-home test.
1: The truth is she wasn't really worried about COVID. She just wants an answer. Yeah. That's yeah. all it, it boils down to. I feel like shit. I felt like shit all week long. And I want to know why I feel like fucking shit. And she wanted to have the COVID test just so if it was positive, she could say, Okay.
2: I have COVID.
1: At least I know why I feel like shit. But now that she's negative, she's like, God damn, I still feel like shit and I don't know why.
2: Well, it's like, it's like, do I have the flu? So, well, I really don't have to look up flu symptoms, but I really don't have, you know, flu, all the flu symptoms. You know, you look up COVID variants. I don't have, I have like two of the symptoms of COVID variants. I, everything I look up, you know. Well,
1: your main symptom is le- lethargy, right? You're just lethargic?
2: Well, it started out with horrible migraines. And I, it was Monday <clears throat> and Tuesday. No, actually, it started out with about four days of just not being able to sleep at all, which turned into migraines, which turned into. Just feeling like absolute shit. And then I thought I was getting out of the woods kinda yesterday, woke up this morning, decided to put up another um another security camera because people can't seem to leave my fucking car alone. And uh put the camera up and now I've I'm having well, what's, allergy attacks. What's feeling
1: like absolute shit? What are your symptoms?
2: Well, like I was telling Lexus, whenever I start to get sick, the first thing that happens is my lower back feels like somebody just karate chopped me.
1: It's so okay, so that's how illness starts with you. That's how you know you're getting sick. Yes. Okay, for you it's lower back pain. Yes. Now what's it for you, Lexus?
0: I feel it, and this is gonna sound weird. I feel it in my armpits. <laughs>
1: See, I know that everybody has their own little thing where as they're getting sick, they have their part of their body that's bothering them. And they're like, oh, fuck. I know I'm getting sick. So, let check this out. Let's see if, if Raven knows first because I know you know. So, you can't answer. Okay. Raven, what is my trigger to know I'm getting sick? I don't know. Lexus? Your balls. Yep, my balls hurt. I start having ball ache.
2: Usually I know you're starting to get sick when you just stop talking to me.
1: When my big fucking balls, my big mammoth mountain of balls start aching, I know I'm getting sick.
0: Technically, I guess I could say it's my balls. Aren't (laughs) lymph nodes like balls?
2: I guess.
1: I I do not think there's a lot of similarities (laughs) in a lymph node and a testicle. I'm just saying that any similarity you draw is coincidence alone i don't think that those things are you know the same
0: i actually had to go my lymph node was so big one time that how big was it, it scared the shit out of me and it was so painful that i had to go get a mammogram because i thought oh shit this is it i've got cancer
1: oh that's uplifting <laughs> jesus
0: you know what's even more painful
1: a pop nipple how the fuck would you know because you were in a lot of pain. For like weeks, it was sensitive.
0: Yeah, you're not allowed near there anymore. First of all,
1: I I used to be a toxic dick. I get that. I'm not that person, at least not toxic. <laughs> <laughs> at least I cut the toxic out, okay? So, what's been going on, bitches? Okay, Lexus... Yes. You have to leave the show, like always, to go do your fucking day job halfway through the show, Mm -hmm. although next week you're going to be here all show. Yeah. But this show, you're only here for the first uh, 40 minutes or so before you got a bail. Yeah. And I know that you have had a lot of things this week that you've been wanting to talk about Mm -hmm. on the air. Yeah. So I'm going to turn it over to you for some talking points where we can get your talking points taken care of before you have to vacate the show.
0: Okay, so I don't know if the listeners know this, but you all know this. I like to go to haunted houses. It's just something I like to do.
1: I think it's infantile.
0: So how is it infantile when we used to do haunted houses?
1: Because I used to be creating shit, <laughs> but walking <laughs> through them. Hold on, I just Wait, wait. <coughs> uh, so they're full grown people dressed up in scary costumes. And they're going to jump out and go booga, booga, booga at me. And I think the entire experience is so asinine. I just like
0: to go and look at (coughs) what they created. But I'm very judgmental. (laughs) Jesus.
1: I was trying to get close. Trying to get close to the the table. Take the whole
2: table out.
1: Well, (laughs) uh, I I got a lot of shit in my way. I got a fucking dog literally at my fucking feet. I can't even put my legs under the goddamn table.
0: So do I. So anyway. I'm trying to make
1: space over here.
0: Anyway, I was discussing this at work, how, you know, I've basically been to most of the haunted houses around here. And
1: (laughs) That's sad in itself. I want you to know that.
0: This girl says to me, you should try a judgment house. (coughs) I said... What the fuck is a judgment house?
1: It's where the Republicans often find themselves in, in court. It's called the. It's called a court.
0: And I had never, because I grew up in California, I have never heard of this before. But okay, lay, lay,
1: lay it on us. What is a judgment house?
0: Apparently, it's something that the religious people do. Oh, Jesus do Christ,
1: right? Already, ins- I know I don't like
0: instead it. Instead of a haunted house. And I had to... Watch a video on, on a YouTube. I just had to look this up to see if there was something. And basically what it is is there's people that dress up like they're drug addicts, right? And they're just sitting there. And as you're walking by, they have these people come in and yell at him and tell him how he's going to hell. And how... <laughs> so,
1: so basically they have poor unfortunate souls as yes. Ursula would say and a judgment house is when you get to witness and enjoy somebody else being lectured to because of their failings
0: and here's the thing like i know the whole reason for this is to push people towards god right so the the very short part of the video that i watched cuz i did not i could not watch the entire thing after this they were yelling at this drug addict and yeah, they,
2: you sent me the video. I couldn't watch the yeah, whole thing either.
0: and they said, not even God can help you. I'm like, well, what's the fucking point of the judgment house?
1: <laughs> yeah, really. It's like, uh, well, then, I mean, where are you yelling at me for? Just leave me alone. <laughs> I mean, I don't need your help, obviously.
0: I was just like, this is fucking dumb.
1: It, aren't all religious people? I mean, they, they believe in some really stupid shit. Yeah. They believe in their sky cake. (laughs) um, It's just, I I figured, you know, a judgment house from religious people, you're walking through, you know, and a guy jumps out and does a jump scare and screams, faggot! (laughs) And you're like, don't judge me because I like to suck dick. (laughs) I huh? now if you think about it though think about these religious people and what they honestly believe in now if you think about heaven and what it takes to get there what is left to enjoy once you exactly. get there
0: exactly no, i, I just about, don't I'd get say that. the same thing According, i'd rather go to hell okay. yeah. because i think Christians. that's gonna be a big old party
2: What are you supposed to do once you get there?
0: Yeah, because they've... You're supposed to just Uh, fucking
2: praise the rest of your fucking Yeah, because they've eliminated
1: everything worth living for. (laughs) It's like, okay, these are all the pleasures in life and none of them exist in heaven. Don't you want to go there? It's like, okay, they give this long list of things you have to remove from your life to get to this magical place that has none of these things. But when you get there... What the fuck is there to do there? They've literally eliminated everything that has anything to do with human pleasure. There is nothing to live for eternity for.
0: You know what cracks me up about religious people? This is what cracks me up. Okay, I grew up Catholic. Now, we lived in sin before we got married. We lived together. My mom wanted me to get married in the Catholic church, so she wanted me to go to the church and lie about our relationship so that i could get married in the catholic church
1: hey all i'm saying is at least the middle eastern guys they get a thousand virgins when they die they're banging their fucking nuts out in heaven they're fucking virgins left and right i don't know why they're virgins because they're not going to be virgins for very long
2: i'm glad you said that then you're like i'm
1: in heaven these are a thousand Well, and
0: how good can virgins be yeah, I, I, we're gonna get back to that because <laughs> well, you bring something up. I, I want always to talk about. wondered if
2: if you don't really need to eat or any of that in Christian heaven, do you really have genitals and buttholes in heaven? Well, I always wondered no, that as a kid. No
1: sex, no drugs, no no food, nothing to make you feel good. No vices, no fun nothing pleasurable if it brings pleasure because if you talk if you talk about christians if it makes you happy if it brings you pleasure in life it's a no-no
0: it's bad okay
2: yeah
1: they are literally devoid of anything that brings joy
2: what i will say is i did like the heaven depiction from the end of this is the end
1: yeah, I won't go to heaven if Backstreet Boys are there and weed. <laughs> weed and Backstreet yeah, I'm down. I'm fucking down for that. But the thing is, a lot of shit they're doing there-
2: uh, It's all the no-no
1: Yeah, stuff. would have been banned in yes. their heaven. But, you know, Seth Rogen doesn't give a fuck because he's Jewish. He doesn't know fucking shit about Christianity. He's making fun of it. But all the other people are like, we don't get that he's making fun of it. We think this is a cool heaven. No, he's he's a Jew making fun of you.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> And now you brought up the fact that how good could virgins really be? Now I wanted to touch on that because I don't know if Raven gets this a lot. I'm assuming she does. Cause I get it all the fucking time. Maybe it's cause it's the size of my dick or whatnot, but I'm always getting guys on cam and everything says, will you be my first? (laughs) I want you to be the first dick. I suck. I want you to be the first dick I get fucked by. And I'm thinking to myself,
2: no, no. <laughs> no, no! What I get because I'm the talent coordinator is I want Kimber to be my first. Now, now the thing and I is, I tell them the same thing. No, no, yeah. you don't.
1: <laughs> and I don't want. I don't want to be anyone's first because to me, if I'm your first BJ, that means my dick is going to be torn up from your fucking teeth
2: because you can't suck
1: dick oh, with a shit. No,
2: no, they want to be. They want you to be their first top.
1: Well, we'll get to that. But as far as blowjobs, I want to be a person's thousandth. I want somebody to come with a resume of dick sucking skills. I don't want no fucking person that's never sucked a dick before slurping on my rod because they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're going to bite me. They're going to give me half a blowjob, you know, sucking on the tip. It's like fucking throat that shit. I want somebody who is a goddamn master of sucking dick to suck me off. I don't want no virgin wannabe. And, and uh, as far as the topping thing, I should never be somebody's first anal. I what know. the fuck is wrong <laughs> with you? I am for experienced power bottoms only. Trust Lexus from an unexperienced person. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you try to take my dick up your ass, you're going to have a bad day. As the first time I tried it on Lexus, she was bawling.
0: You fucking didn't even use any lube. I used to spit. Oh, Jesus. I spit fucked
1: you in the ass. <laughs> That's how you do it. You spit fuck them in the ass.
0: What did you say earlier at the beginning of the show? You were what kind of dick? Toxic. Yeah,
1: I was. Yeah. I was. I, I I agree that when I was a man, I was a bit of a, a fuck face. Okay. But aren't all men really? Yeah. Well, there's a few exceptions. Like yeah. I would not classify Justin as a fuckface. I would not classify Rodney as a fuckface. But most men, yes, are fuckface yeah. in the fuckface category.
0: So the other thing I wanted to bring up, I I know you were an avid reader. Always. Uh, I don't. I don't know about you, Raven. When you were a kid, were you an avid reader? Fuck
2: no. <laughs>
1: Seriously, did you have to ask? Did you have to ask Raven if she was an avid reader?
0: Now, I know you remember this book. I remember it, where the wild things grow. Yes. You even remember the cover.
2: Yes, I it, remember where the wild things are.
0: That one, yeah. So she no. was mixing it
1: with where the red fern grows.
0: Yeah. So it's been banned. Don't be a dick,
1: Raven.
2: No, You're I was just, just saying. I remember where the well, wild things are.
0: Why
1: has it been banned?
0: It says, readers believed where the wild things are, are psychologically damaging and traumatizing to the young children due to Max's inability to control his emotions.
2: Oh, are you serious? Yeah. My mother used to read me. The reason I remember that book vividly is because my mother would read me that book. It was one of my favorites. It's
1: about a child exploring their imagination. Yes.
2: And uh, the
0: punishment of being sent to bed without dinner. Oh,
2: Jesus Christ.
0: So one of my favorite books... And I loved this book so much when I was growing up that I even got it as a fucking Christmas present. Is
1: that the poem one?
0: That Where the sidewalk ends. Yeah,
1: the poem one.
0: It's also been banned.
1: By who, Republicans?
0: Uh, West Alley's, West Milwaukee School Libraries.
1: Uh, so the Republicans yeah. with their book banning.
0: Because it promotes drug use, the occult, suicide. <laughs>
1: they say that death, by Dungeons and Dragons too.
0: Violence, disrespect for truth disrespect for authority, and rebellion against parents.
1: Don't they say the same about rock music, Dungeons & Dragons video games? I'm glad you brought that up. Fuck religious motherfuckers. Now,
0: I I had to post this because I have to applaud Barnes & Noble.
2: Oh, I saw that. What what
1: did Barnes & Noble do? I'm,
0: I'm posting it now. It's just taking a while.
2: They have a banned book aisle now.
1: All little kids' books. All famous little kids' books. Gee, I wonder what party is banning them. Do you Mm -hmm. think it's the Democrats?
2: Well, I'm glad she brought that up because I saw another video. They were talking about it on the news. It was obviously a Republican woman throwing fits about Hocus Pocus, the new Hocus Pocus 2 movie. And this woman is talking about how oh, if you that watch, abomination If you watch hocus Pocus 2, you're an idiot you are allowing evil into your house because you don't know what what spells these these women are, are reciting to your <laughs> oh children. My
1: God I would agree that you're allowing uh, your brain cells to die if you watch the movie. Uh, it is a horrible fucking film, although I wasn't a big fan of the first one. I thought the first one was stupid. And, you know, all these young teenage boys, get this shit. Do you know that the majority of Hocus Pocus fans are young boys that grew up jerking off to Sarah Jessica Parker as a witch?
0: Now, this is what gets me. <laughs> if, you, if you scroll in, you could see what they were banned for.
1: Yeah, Trey, you see Trey's
0: question? The Wizard of Oz depicting women in a strong leadership role. That's what it was fucking banned for.
2: Wow. Conservative women don't like that.
1: God, you are getting heated. Lex is fucking girl power to the max. She gets pissed when you try to try to belittle women.
0: I grew up. Every day hearing I couldn't do something because I was a girl.
1: That brings up the conversation we had in the God goddamn white person problems. That that brings up the conversation we had last night in our hot tub. <laughs> That's why I'm like white person problems. Where I, I was commenting about you, Raven. Well to, to what put about in, me to put it into context, we need to briefly we'll get into it in a little more detail later, but we need to briefly explain that we filmed a training video last night. Uh, for our new
0: merch yeah for a new
1: merch uh, we're, before you leave we're going to go into all the stuff you've added and i was supposed to be training on video raven um fighting and it the comedy ensued because i knew once i demonstrated the techniques watching raven do them would be funny and it would entertain people because it's all real what you're seeing on film on that training video is all real so i was having this discussion in the hot tub with lexus i'm like you know, Raven doesn't train like you. You train like a man. You train like a dude. When you go into the gym, you're the one who gets thrown out by Planet Fitness. (laughs) You're the loghead. You train serious. When you throw a punch, you throw a punch like a fucking man. When When you train in fighting, you train like a fucking man. And I brought up the fact that the, w- the way you train, the way you act, how you're so fucking butch, because everyone assumes you're a lesbian, and uh, you're lesbian crack, and everyone thinks you're the fucking super butch. But it's life circumstances. Yeah. It's about your rebellion. When you were growing up, you were told by Hispanic culture that you weren't allowed to do shit because you were a woman. You were less than. You grew up in a culture my that said job, you were
0: dirt. My job was to cook, clean and have babies. That was all I was allowed to do. That was I was told from day one, that's your purpose on this fucking planet. And if my father could see me now, He's probably rolling in his fucking grave. And, and
1: she grew up, Raven, thinking, you know, fuck these people. As I grow up, I'm going to be able to outfight fight a man, out fucking drink a man, out talk shit to a man. And I will literally not bow down to any
0: fucking man. I just wanted to prove that I'm just as capable, even though I'm a woman, I'm just as fucking capable as anybody else. But the the effect
1: that you being this strong woman that has rebelled against the the uh, patriarchy, the the what has happened is you are so you're so impassioned about being a you know every bit as equal as a man and not being a weak woman. You you resented your mom for years because you thought she was the embodiment of a weak woman, and you said I didn't want to be like that and. The thing is, but your belief system in you don't want to be a weak woman has turned you in to what most people perceive as a bull dyke lesbo.
0: Yeah, I I just, (laughs) I always, you know, I watched things, certain things growing up. I watched my mother be treated like crap by a man because, and she had to stay. Because she didn't work, she was an at-home mom, she didn't have a job, she didn't have any life skills.
1: And you're like, I don't need no man, I need a trans.
0: And I thought to myself, I am not going to be a fucking victim of that. I'm not going to be a fucking victim, period. So, <laughs> well, I... Well, tell everybody about pool, playing pool. <laughs> oh, that one, that story, I thought you were talking about when we went to go play. Because a lot of people in Lister
1: Roddy, don't know how these cultures work.
0: So I I went through this phase when I was a teenager that I just want to go hang out with my friends and everybody was going to pool halls. And uh, one night my dad said, where are you going? I said, uh, I'm going out to play pool with my friends. And he proceeded to yell at me, tell me I was nothing but a fucking whore. And um, he told me I wasn't going. I went. I would. Well,
1: explain to him why he reacted like that in your
0: culture. Because apparently, <laughs> um, in Mexico, that's where the whores go. It is in, considered, his time, now, in his time. Now,
1: Raven, this is absolutely true. There are certain activities that are deemed as man-only activities that women should not be permitted to do in uh, Mexican culture. Believe it or not, smoking. Sounds a lot like conservative Playing pool, going to a bar, Mm -hmm. unless you're accompanied by your man, Yep, these are considered taboos in their culture. A single woman going to a bar is a whore. A woman who smokes is a whore. A woman who plays billiards is a whore. These are considered very male activities in the Mexican culture, and they're frowned upon by for women to do. And they look at you like you're less than
2: you're a slut skank in their culture. But I'm sure it's okay for men to go frequent (laughs) women like that, even though they're married. Of
0: course, because in our culture, manly in our culture, it's widely known. It's like the Italian culture; they have their wife. And their mistress. And their mistress. Mm-hmm.
1: And the thing is, a woman that is not faithful to her man is considered less than shit. However, it is considered muy macho mm-hmm. for a Hispanic male to have multiple women on the side. That's a thing thing of pride for them. They will brag about how they're muy macho. And, and do they have a, a, a common word for mistress? Not really, because they do in in yeah, the goomba. Yeah, goomba is the Italian word for mistress. That every made man had a goomba. I don't know if my father did. I'm sure he did. Probably was a tranny. <laughs> my daddy was into trannies, but you know, it's weird. Weird. Be- you know what's weird about that? Okay, this is going to sound fucking morbid as fuck. Okay. but I'm kind of glad my dad's dead and I'll tell you why my dad was a notorious tranny chaser loved him some trannies (laughs) you're laughing because you know where I'm going with this you know where this is going yeah (laughs) there is no fucking way with my dad's sexual taste that he would not be watching my fucking videos no fucking way. Even because he frequented tranny sites, so you know he's gonna run across him even by accident.
0: Yeah, but if he was still alive, I don't think you'd be on this path.
2: <laughs> Hell, I was Hell, talking, I don't
0: even know if we'd be together.
2: I was talking to one of my uncles with his girlfriend sitting right next to him, and he wanted to FaceTime, so I was like, sure. And I was talking to him and he's like, You got some nice boobs. <laughs> what? Yeah, and who is this? That's what she said too. She's like, Bruce. And I'm like, that's kind of weird. My uncle. Your uncle said you had nice boobs. Yes.
1: Uh, we can't talk shit because we've, we've had some pretty fucked up things happen yeah. to us. Alexis <laughs> yeah, goes, yeah, I'm so traumatized. Okay, for all of our fans, I got to tell you what traumatized Alexis so much because it's so bad. Alexis hasn't done porn in a long time, years. And she used to dabble in porn. Not only was she a, a AVN-nominated director, but she used to get in front of the camera every once in a while before she decided, I'm uncomfortable in front of the camera, even if I'm not fucking. And It's this, not for me. Yeah, it's not for me. Because even if you interview her or put her in front of a camera and she's not doing anything sexual, she is the most uncomfortable I'm Ricky, Ricky Bobby. Bobby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she doesn't know what to do with her hands. She's just a train wreck. Raven's laughing because every time we put her on camera, you can just feel the awkwardness coming off of it. So she used to dabble in porn. She at one time had a porn site, her own website. Now what traumatized her and still to this day traumatizes her is when you have your own website it shows you who has joined your site. It shows their email and says, you know, so-and-so with their email has joined your site. We get notifications when you join our websites as it'll list your email and says, this email has now become a member of your site. That is how it works. So we get told when we get new members and she saw a new member pop up and it happened to be our son's email address. Gross.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So our son joined his mom's porn site. hmm <laughs> hmm And to this day, we have never addressed it. We've never spoken of it, nor will we ever. But she's still
2: traumatized to this day that her hey. son signed up for her porn site. Welcome to the Irish culture. You just hide it away and never speak of it.
0: That's, that's Catholic culture too. <laughs> Even you, Big Sexy's like, what? You yeah like, sweep Yikes. it under the rug.
1: Yes. So now I want you guys out there thinking about that. Now think long and hard about that. Now what would you do if you were a porn oh, star and you had a porn site? Long and hard. Gross. Yeah, if Big Sexy had his own porn site and all of a sudden his son or his daughter, his daughter signs up for his porn site. She hasn't said a fucking word. He just gets a notification that his... Uh, an email he recognizes his daughter's email signed up for a fucking porn site.
0: How would that make you feel? Now, it might it might make a difference to some of you that I am not his biological mother. Well, yeah, but you've
1: raised him since he was I've two. raised
0: him since he was two, but I'm not his biological mother. He sees mother. you and
1: calls you his mother. Yes. <laughs> You're like, yes. <laughs> and you used to fucking make gingerbread houses with this this kid. Yeah. So now he has seen you have sex and possibly jerked off to it.
0: Gross! Yeah. Stop!
1: <laughs> so I'm thinking, like, when, when people are grossed out by pedophilia and pedophiles, now, in this case, Lexus is 100% innocent, but she's placed into a pedophilic situation where she has been traumatized by pedophilia that she was not responsible for in any way that she was 100% innocent of. How would that make you feel, though? Yeah, I want all of our listeners to understand her trauma. And this is something she carries around that she cannot address. She cannot bring up.
0: Well, I mean, but she
1: knows happened.
0: We don't even, he he doesn't even talk to us anymore, so.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, you know it happened. You got to carry that shit around.
0: Oh, did you address your issue with him? <sighs> No. Okay, then.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But we all operate under the assumption that some of our family members have seen our porn.
1: Okay, let's throw it on you then, Raven. What? You're sitting at home. Model Centro Centro sends you a notification. You've got a new member. You recognize it as Alex's email.
2: I wouldn't because I haven't spoken to my But if you did, what then? I haven't spoken to my son in seven years. so But I don't, if
1: you did recognize his email and he signed up for a member, how would you feel at that point?
2: I don't know. Considering my son doesn't speak to me, I don't know what I would do.
1: For how long were they a member of the site? He was an adult. He could afford a website. He had a bank card, a job. He was an adult.
2: Now, what I will say is I got hit up. By an OnlyFans member the other day, and he was like, "I want, uh, I want to meet you." And he's like, "Do I get a a veteran or a, a military discount?" And I'm like, "What the fuck? Yeah, were we a theme park?" So, so, so I was like, "Well, what branch are you in?" And he's like, "Air Force," and my son is in the Air Force. So then I started, I started freaking out a little. I was like, "How long have you been in?" And then he was like 15 years, so I'm like, okay, okay, my son's only been in a couple.
0: So, I think we should discuss what happened last night, the funny part. Oh, oh we shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, we
1: shouldn't. Okay, we'll, we'll go back to that. All right, so, first off, let's talk about BGM Bling. Oh, okay. Uh, we, we started a while back a merch site to sell some of our more well-known merch that uh, Raven and I wear all the time in our porns and so forth. Cause we're, we're hit up all the time. Where do you get your fucking beanies? Where do you get your fucking panties? All this shit. Well, here at BGM, Lexus has a shop where she makes all of our merch. So we, we thought, okay, maybe cause we're constantly getting hit up. Raven's getting asked, where'd you get those property of Kimber panties? And I'm always getting hit up. Where do you get your custom beanies? So we decided we all got together and said, okay, we're going to create a merch site where people can get these items instead of asking us where we got them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Lexus was going, since she runs the shop, she runs all our merch. She makes all our merch. She was going to run the shop. So we launched a website and they called it BGM bling. And for a few months it was just, just sitting there because she hadn't had time in her schedule to add new items available. But she just recently just been busting her ass to put up a bunch of different merch items that people will recognize as going, oh, I've, you know, I've seen that a thousand times. I want one of those. So Lexus decides to uh, add four new custom beanies to the website. One of them says Sissy. One of them says BGM. One of them says is BGM bad girl mafia with bad girl mafia written through it. So there's two different types of BGM and one says faggot. And then she put up a bunch of property of Kimber panties. (laughs) Honey, I just just bought a BGM beanie. And uh, so she put up property of Kimber panties now. Oh, by the way, if anybody gets those items, please attach us on the tweet. If you take a picture and tweet it, because we want to retweet that shit that, that you're, you're representing.
0: Now, I had to make a collection and call it self-deprecating <laughs> because I don't want to be...
1: Get in trouble. Yeah. Okay.
0: So. So, anyway, Lexis uh,
1: contacts the talent coordinator of BGM, which is Raven, and she says, I want to schedule a shoot. I want you and Kimber... To model my new merchandise, and we're going to do this shoot where I can post it on the website and have pictures showing the products being worn and how they actually look on a person. And and uh, Raven says, "Okay, I'll mark you down." They they come up with a date. So last night was that shoot, and if you remember, I don't know if Raven, have you posted anything yet of the that? I have. Okay, so if you're a member of Raven Eyes Only Fans or website, you've probably already seen the photos and uh, some of the uh, videos. So we do this photo shoot of the merch and we have to switch our beanies out. We have to show off the panties. We're, we're modeling for the merch. So we're doing merch shoot. Then afterwards, we're all made up.
0: Oh, did you bring me my panties?
1: panties? No. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> did you bring me my server?
0: No. I feel like
2: shit. You're lucky I remembered to bring myself.
1: So we get done with the the photo shoot and we're all made up and we're all gussied up. So I I says, well, we might as well do a video then. So we're like, okay, where are we going to do a video of? I says, well, we're here in the gym. What we'll do is I'll give Raven a training lesson on how to fight I'll demonstrate techniques and have her do it, and the comedy of the video will come from her having to do whatever technique that I'm showing her because she doesn't have any fighting experience at all. So then, Lexis just the
2: bag ten <laughs> feet off the ground.
1: So then, Lexis just holds the camera and films it. So, Lexis,
0: <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because I am very focused on what uh, like what's in my screen i'm not looking at necessarily uh you guys when i'm i'm filming i'm looking to see that it's centered i'm looking to see you know that i've got what i want in the shot so i don't really watch it until it's sent back to me so when it's sent back to me i'm watching it and i'm like is she really Holding her hands like that. Fuck
1: you. <laughs> Such a limp wristed faggot.
0: Punch. <clears throat> I was like.
1: And, and then she bounces around, so
2: to her wrist, like this. <laughs> and I, fact.
0: it was funny because I, I was did like. did
2: it on purpose for the video.
0: Right. You did. Now
1: you're lying to our audience. You can't <laughs> fucking do that. You're not. You, we had an agreement. You always have to be honest with our audience. You lying right now, girl. You lying? I'm going to call you out on it. Lexus, what did Raven say when she saw the finished video?
0: After she saw the finished video, I got a text that said, I've got to admit, I'm a little embarrassed that at one point I was a man. (laughs) Bam.
1: You didn't play it up for the camera. In fact, when you finally saw what you were acting like on that film, you were like, "Jesus Christ, I'm a faggot!" In fact, I have a text from you too about it. Whatever. I. uh, You said, "I just watched the video that you sent in chat." God, my beanie is fitting. You look like you know what you're doing. I look like a faggot. So you were well aware that after you saw the video, how it portrayed you. So you were not playing it up for the video. You, put, you didn't even realize
2: how bad it was till you, you saw it. You put the bag way higher. How
0: it's does a, that have to do with it, your limp wrist and faggoty behavior? Hold on. Let me address this. First of all, <laughs> it has to be that height because you're supposed to be punching a head, not a fucking stomach.
2: Yes, I can only reach a stomach. But you do fucking, well,
1: you used to do yoga. I've seen you do fucking Spider-Man shit when you're doing Twister. I'm sick. You were sick last night?
2: Yes. I've been sick for a week.
1: Yeah, that that's you looked really sick bouncing on that trampoline. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that you you after you saw the video, you're like, God damn, I'm so goddamn flaming. Because you could see all the limp-wristed behavior and how faggoty you were. And see, M. Black says, seeing limp-wrist turns him on. I am definitely a butch. I Lexus is definitely a butch. You are a femme.
0: Yeah, I am.
1: You are a Harley femme, is what you are. No, I yes. am not
0: even really close You
1: are close so to that. fucking faggy. No. You are a little fairy. You, you, it, okay. Alexis. <laughs> I don't know. Let, let me ask you about this. Okay. Because you me. would know. I don't think femme's a good word because she doesn't act femme. No. See? See? What? Because there's women that act feminine, but what do you see her behavior as? Fairy. <laughs> Bullshit. You're a prissy little princess. Yeah. You're so full of shit. This is from a genetic woman saying that she did not see you as feminine, she saw you as a flaming faggot. And when the the bag comes back and almost hits you and you go Aah! <laughs>
0: Aah! And you can't hear that because we, you didn't Yeah, you but, didn't but you, you see her sound. reaction, yeah. you see
1: her like get all scared and everything.
0: Or when she sneezes? <laughs> You
1: <laughs> and then her little limp wrist where she's punching the yes! bag
0: and I, you see really, me making fun of her that's what really caught me off
2: guard fine <laughs> from now on i'm gonna act like a fucking man i don't think you're
1: capable of it anymore i think you've gone so far beyond uh-huh. i don't think there's any
2: masculinity left i'm gonna start acting like a man again
1: bitch you ain't masculine you are the farthest thing from masculine. You are 100%
2: bottom bitch. I'm going to start walking like a man. You act a, a, like a bottom bitch.
1: And, and that's fine. Start, that's what you is. You're a bottom bitch. I'm going to talk like a
2: fucking man.
1: Walk like a man. Talk like a
0: man. I haven't seen that in a while. Talk like a man. Ooh.
2: Back when he was funny. <clears throat> Who? What's his name? Uh, Fuck. Are you talking about Howie Mandel? Yeah.
1: Seriously, you put that connection together? Nobody's seen that fucking movie but me. And I'm a fanatic about movies. How the fuck did you ever watch that movie? I know the movie, and I know what you're talking about, but who the fuck else does? I don't. Exactly. Nobody's ever watched that stupid fucking movie? I've seen that movie I'm a movie fanatic. How the fuck did you watch that stupid-ass movie?
2: I watched it a few times. Jesus Christ.
1: It was an 80s movie called Walk Like a Man where Howie Mandel is raised by wolves and acts like a dog. So they have to teach him how to be a man.
0: And it is fucking as stupid as it sounds. it
1: It sounds as stupid as it is.
0: Oh, see, I was referring to the movie Heart and Souls with Robert Downey Jr. And Elizabeth Shue. See, nobody else has seen that one. Yes, I have. I have seen that one too. You've had to because you live with me.
1: I saw it before you. I just didn't like it. (laughs) I just thought it was incredibly cheesy, drippy, uh, feely. Uh, It was... uh, Fucking get out of here with that shit. Mm. It was like a feel-good oozy drippy disney kind of experience See, you
2: talk shit about me but at least you can watch movies like that with me i watch all movies in fact that brings up these special no you don't because her and i watched a romantic comedy one night and you talk shit about it
1: yeah but i've watched so many movies in fact that brings up the the fact that we're going to do something for our audience we are going to put ourselves... We're going to take a bullet for you. ...on the edge. We're going to push ourselves to the limit for this fucking audience. We're going to do something that we would never ask any of you to ever do, but we're going to do it for you. Now, we have been talking for the last few weeks, talking shit about the Munsters movie that Rob Zombie made and how bad the trailer looked. But now, I mean, we invited Raven, but she doesn't have to do it, but me and Lexus... Or Lexus and I, to be proper, thank you, uh, are going to sit down and God, white person, white people problems in our movie theater, and we're going to watch Rob Zombie's monster movie entirely, from start to finish, where we can take notes and review in our opinions. How bad this fucking train wreck is. And now, I did this before with Hubie Halloween, and it took me... I could not. <laughs> it took me two I weeks to not. finish that movie, because I could only take it 10, 15 minutes at a shot. So, The monsters, I'm assuming, is going to be even worse than Hubie Halloween.
0: That's why we're doing it for you, Big Sexy. So, you don't have yeah, to watch exactly. it. exactly.
1: We have been going off about how horrible this movie looks. So, we're going to sit down and and watch this shit. this is probably
0: going to be bad because you and I- Are Munsters fans.
1: Yeah. We're hardcore Munsters fans. So, we're actually coming from a fan base. So, they shit on our shit. (laughs) So, we're like, okay. So, Lexus and I said, you know, we got to have to bite the bullet for our audience and where we can talk about this shit at and take notes as we experience this film and our feelings on these scenes. Oh,
0: I'm going to be pissed. I can see it now. So uh, we're, we're uh,
1: next week, we're, we're going to try to do it these days off, right? Yep. So next week's show, we'll have a review. <laughs> God, Jesus Christ we have a fucking review for The Munsters by Rob Zombie. And, and, you know, I want to talk a little bit about Ron Zombie, about what we were talking about earlier.
0: (laughs) Okay, but I got to go. All right.
1: All right, now Raven Raven brought up the fact that Rob Zombie's wife, Sherry Moon, was still hot. And I told Raven I felt Sherry Moon was a complete trashy gutter skank that grosses me out. Because she not only makes out with, she has sex with Ram zombie. Now, this man (laughs) looks like he sleeps in dumpsters. He is literally the dirtiest looking human being I have ever seen in my fucking life. He looks like he has never bathed in his entire existence. He looks like a fucking New York homeless man. And in all of his videos, and every time I see him directing, and I see him walking around... All I'm thinking about is, God fucking damn, he looks like he smells bad. He looks so he's nasty. grimy. So grimy. He never looks clean. He looks like he gives off a permeable, uh, permeable stench to him. That his hair would smell like ass juice. Like his fucking beard would smell like a corpse. He looks like a dirty filthy human being and for sherry moon to go down on his Zo- rob zombie dick cheese just makes her the worst gutter skank gutter juice skank because how could anyone ever have sex with rob zombie
2: gutter juice skank he is
1: so fucking gross i mean don't get me wrong i like some of his music some i like one of his movies one one and i've watched a lot of movies and i consider him a semi-competent director who has directed one good film that showed skill but that aside the fact that i think he's made a good movie a good movie and that he has made some good music he looks filthy He looks disgusting.
2: I'm not going to defend him. He looks like shit.
1: (laughs) Oh, my. Can you imagine? I mean, he just looks like he smells so bad.
2: (laughs) But she still looks good. To me,
1: she looks like a newscaster. Oh, jeez. She looks like somebody that would be giving you the fucking news. She looks like any other blonde fucking Karen I've seen a thousand times. She, she looks like somebody that's going to give me the fucking news. There's nothing appealing about Sherry Moon to me. Nothing. She looks so plain Jane attractive. I think that there's a type of attractive that's a plain attractive, which is like a carbon, like, uh, yeah, she's decent looking.
2: <laughs>
1: but she looks like every other fucking newscaster I see on TV. No she looks not. like every other semi-attractive blonde I've ever seen. She There's nothing that is appealing that makes her stand out. Like, if I was doing a shoot with her, I'd be like, yeah, she's okay, I'll do a shoot with her. But it's not like, oh, fuck, yeah, line that shit up. Well,
2: it's not like I said she's the hottest chick I've ever seen. I just said she looks good. The
1: thing is, if she had a dick, and you you were recruiting this bitch, she wouldn't be all that. She wouldn't even be somebody you got excited for. I've seen the chicks you get excited for, and they're hotter than that. And what I'm saying is, when you're in porn, we have fucked women far harder. Than, well, I have not fucked women. I fucked trainees far harder than that. But you have yeah, fucked women hotter than that.
2: But I am what, more attracted to Vicky Vix than that. What makes her attractive is that she's kind of like the slutty, kind of gutter skanky blonde chick not like these pictures I shared really because I don't
1: get that from those pictures I see a very Prada wearing uh, Karen Yeah, because you see them walking to the airport he looks filthy she looks like a fucking Prada princess she looks like a goddamn Kardashian (laughs) she does not look like a gutter skank she dresses up in cosplay for his movies but she looks pretty prim and proper to me In her little Prada outfit, her little Gucci bag. Look at him behind her. He looks disgusting. He looks like a homeless
2: person. He doesn't look like... I mean, even look at his
1: jeans. He has slept in those jeans for three weeks. They're shredded at the bottom. I mean, this is a man who's wearing a t-shirt. He's wearing an old t-shirt, shredded up jeans, and his hair looks like it has never been washed, and he has a fucking beard that probably smells like dog shit. He looks like he sleeps in dumpsters like you would give him change, but she looks like a goddamn Kardashian. I'm just saying we have fucked bitches so hotter than her, so much hotter. So it's hard for me to go, she's super hot. When I have had bitches much hotter, you have had bitches much hotter. I would take Vicky Vicks any day of the week over her. I'd probably take Helena Price over that.
2: You're confusing the fact that I'm saying she's still looking good with I'm thinking she's hot as hell.
1: Before porn, you used to think she was hot as hell. Used to think she was super hot. But now that you have fucked all these hot bitches, you're like, she's okay. She's okay. I mean, our one to 10 list, like she on a normal guy's scale would be an eight, nine, or 10. On a normal man's scale. But on our scale, she's a five.
2: <laughs> I agree, big sexy. She doesn't look like a Kardashian.
1: On our scale, she would be a five. A seven. You would rate her that high on our scale? I mean, come on.
2: Yeah, she's got she, a have nice body. Seen,
1: I've seen much hotter girls that we've worked with.
2: She needs some more titties, though.
1: You think she could afford them with her designer boots and her nice little sweater there? (laughs) Fuck her being a fucking rock bitch. Fuck you looking like that. She's Wear a dog collar through the airport. Impress me.
2: Oh, God.
1: Now, I have this story, which I found morbidly amusing, which nobody else will, because it's a fucked up story. But it's going to prove a point I've made on this show many times. I fucking hate these wannabe fucking bitch dominatrixes that think they have power over men. They start believing their own fucking hype and they think that they can control men and they think they're little Billy badasses. And I have said, just because you cosplay as a dominatrix and put on some fucking boots. You
2: oh, st- that bugs me too.
1: You still a woman? Don't fucking think that there is never a point that I can just get up off my knees and break your fucking spine like it was cake. I mean, these bitches think that they really are all-powerful. They don't realize they're pretending to be badasses. Mm -hmm. And these professional dominatrixes, all they do is pretend to be tough with men. And when they pretend with the wrong man, they learn that they ain't nothing but a fucking woman. And, you know, I'm all for women's rights and women equality. But when it comes to physicality, ain't no equality involved. A woman is inferior and will get her fucking there ass beat.
2: Here we go again.
1: So, I, I, there's this person on Twitter. I, I was I was bored and I was uh, I, having my hair done, so I was reading Twitter. And her name is Goddess Tilly. She's on Twitter. Okay. If you want to look her up. And she says, I met up with this, she posted this on Twitter. I met up with this sub yesterday for a cash meet and to put it short, he started attacking me, took my cash, snatched my phone out of my hand to use my face to unlock my bank apps. I tried closing my eye before unlocked, but everything just happened so fast. He sent me money, uh, multiple times before meeting him i know i'm to blame for not going with another person just in case this happened i'm not begging anyone for help but if anything helps if you want to blah, blah, blah figuring out and then she starts asking for money but what cracks me up is she's this well-known badass dominatrix going to meet a sub
2: and he just beat her lily white ass and that's why i don't meet fuckers i don't know
1: it's like, bitch, just because you wear black and put on a pair of boots and walk around with a riding crop, you ain't shit. The only way you have the power to dominate a man is if... It's if they let you. Yes. That's the whole point. He is letting you pretend to be his boss. Well, At I any mean, point, he could end this real quick.
2: I, I may not act masculine. However... If it came down to it, if a bitch told me, you're not leaving until I get my money, and I said, bitch, you think I'm not leaving? (laughs) I think I'd be leaving.
1: Well, all these dominatrixes think, and this cracks me up, they think they're alphas. Yeah. It's like, you ain't no alpha.
2: I'm more alpha than that.
1: You pretend to be alpha. And that, that is what a lot of men do. They live their lives pretending to be an alpha, but they beta as fuck. And these bitches that think they're dominatrixes and think they're alpha dogs have never met a true alpha.
2: Well, and now, sorry, I was oh, letting out that vape. I was i I was on TikTok one morning, laying in bed like I usually do before I get up and start my days, and it was in in. You were a bouncer once, weren't you? Yes, for a titty bar. So so you can you can kind of relate with this.
1: Yep, I was a titty bar bouncer.
2: He was talking about how he gets annoyed by the um kind of like the masculine lesbians. Cause he's like, they'll they'll come into the bar and he's like they project, and this is his words, so don't anybody take this like they're my words. But he's like they come in with the the little dick man syndrome, like they come in acting like they're like they're big, tough, strong men, <clears throat> not realizing that this guy was six foot tall, three hundred pounds, and he's like they they come in, they start trying to throw their weight around, and then they realize that it's not going to work with this guy, and then they immediately start going, well, you can't hit me. I'm a woman. When they realize that they can't get their way acting like a man, they immediately start playing the meek woman. You know, you can't do that to me. I'm a woman.
1: These fucking cosplayers with their fucking black leather boots wanting to be an alpha so goddamn bad. Wanting to have power. You know what a dominatrix is? Let me tell you the truth about what they really are. Okay? And... Uh, Honey might feel this sting a little bit too. It's dress up. Well, honey might, because honey likes to be a dominatrix every once in a while. So I want to tell you the truth of what dominatrixes really, really are. Dominatrixes are victims. They are women that have been victimized by men and their greatest fantasy is to not be a victim anymore and feel power over men. It makes them feel better about what happened to them And it makes them feel for a brief moment like they are powerful and more powerful than a man and have power over a man. These are all victims. These are all women that have been broken in some way, been made to feel inferior and weak by men. So they do this cosplay dress up and they get off on it because it gives them a brief chance to feel what it's like to have power over a man because they have been the victim of male power their entire lives. So when you see a dominatrix, just understand that is a broken little girl that is doing this because she yearns to have power over men because she was victimized by them. That is the real truth about what a dominatrix is. So all of you that think they're big, strong badasses, no, They are broken little girls that were victimized by men and now get off on trying to feel like they're not victims. That's all. That's what it is. And I mean, (laughs) even honey falls into that
2: category. Well, I mean, that's why neither one of us have ever let honey like, top us or dominate us because it's just a
1: joke. And I don't-
2: Not that I'm saying that mean because I know Honey's listening and it's not mean. It's just laughable.
1: I get so fucking mad at my fans because they all want me to uh, dominate them. I'm like, I'm not a dominatrix. I have never been a dominatrix. I've never <laughs> pretended to be a dominatrix. I am an alpha, and I do talk shit when I'm having fun, but I do not dominate anybody. I don't dominate. And even Raven wants me to dominate her more than I do. I am not a dominatrix. I <laughs> do not go in for the whips and the chains and the choking and the beating and the tying people up. I, I don't do any of that.
2: I am simply Whoa. an alpha. Period. Whoa. I don't tell you to dominate me. I don't tell you to get whips and chains out. You're into the
1: fucking uh, rough stuff and I am not a rough person. I am a very gentle person. I'm a large person. I'm an intimidating person, but what most people don't know about me is I'm extremely gentle. I am a big teddy bear and I don't want to choke people. I don't want to hurt people. I don't want to fucking dominate my will on people. I know I'm big and I know I can hurt people if I want to. I'm very confident in my abilities to hurt just about anybody. I don't need to hurt them to get off In fact, I avoid that because my whole life people have been afraid of me. Every new girl that you introduce to me is afraid of me until they warm up because I break the ice and I start talking to them and make them realize they don't need to fear me. But I know that most people, because my sheer size and my appearance, my entire life, like a large black man, have been afraid of me. So my entire life was to live in such a way as not to elicit that fear from people. So when I speak to people, I'm extremely gentle and soft-spoken. And even when you and I go out, you know my eyes are always looking down. I rarely make eye contact. I would try to be as invisible as possible. I try to be non-confrontational. It's not because I fear anything that walks out there. It's just I want to keep a low profile because I want no conflict.
2: I can't remember who I was telling what we were talking about when you do actually go out. And it's like. Very timid. I was telling everybody, it's like Lexus and I become the pit bulls for you. I become extremely (laughs) timid. I don't want to be
1: put in a situation where I have to be violent. And so I know that in the way the country is now, that there's a lot of MAGA fucks out there. And I don't want anybody to start a problem with me because I, I do not run. I try to avoid problems, but I do not run from them. So if somebody gets in my fucking face and starts some shit, I'm going to be forced into a situation I don't want to be in. And I have hurt a lot of people in my life physically. I have fought. I have hurt people. I have fought in the ring and outside of the ring. And I've hurt people. And I regret every single time I did it. And now that I'm an old person, I look back with a lot of regrets for oh, people Jesus, I hurt that I didn't not have to old. hurt. So, I, I'm extremely conscious. I mean, even when you were there with a, per, a purse snatcher, I was very careful not to injure him. <laughs> Riley didn't even have a mark when she threw a drink on me. I was very careful not to hurt her. I can make my point without hurting someone. And, you know, I've practiced martial arts my entire life, and I, I practiced a very traditional Okinawan martial arts where we were trained very Miyagi style. We were trained the old school ways, the old ways, and we were taught the dangers of conflict and to avoid conflict at all times. So I, you learn to make your point without having to be violent, without hurting someone. You can end a confrontation without causing someone permanent injury. And that's why I always strive to do. I, I don't like hurting people anymore. There was a time in my life I was a piece of shit, and I enjoyed hurting people. I enjoyed getting into fights and and dominating people because I was a large, intimidating uh, guy that knew how to fight. And I used to enjoy using my skills. See, I don't how, anymore.
2: How were you a big guy with a little guy complex?
1: Uh, I, I, I didn't have a little guy complex.
2: Well, it's usually the little guys that are looking for fights.
1: Uh, you have to realize that when I was growing up, uh, I did and still do walk on my tippy toes, had a lisp, was in speech therapy because I couldn't pronounce the word S, and I had a horrible lisp. My name was Tracy. My initials were TLC. And it was like the boy named Sue. It just so happened that I've been training in martial arts since I was five years old. But yeah, uh, there were a lot of reasons to fight me, and I I rose to the challenge each time. And I got in a lot of fights. I I was a high school dropout because I was kicked out in the 10th grade for fighting. It wasn't my first time. In fact, it was like my 14th time until they finally expelled me. Um and then I went back and got my degree years later in college, but I was I got my GED because I was kicked out of high school because of fighting. I used to be a piece of shit. See,
2: I was in like two fights my entire entire time I was in high school just because, I was in that before first well, period. <laughs> I was I was I was one of those kids that was more afraid of coming home and telling my dad I had gotten in a fight because my dad was a little guy with a little guy complex. And my dad was one of those guys that would walk into a bar five foot nine, <laughs> 140 pound. Okay, perfect example. My dad was probably built the same way as Terry, but would go looking for fights every time he walked in. Well, he a was bar. Irish. So that's her thing. So he didn't want me to turn out like he did. So if he found out I got in a fight, he would lose his shit.
1: Well, when I was growing up and I was in high school, I had a very good reason to
2: act like I acted.
1: Because even even now I'm similar because I want to be left alone. I don't want to be bothered. I don't want to be harassed. I don't want to be picked on. I want to be left the fuck alone. But when your name is Tracy, your initials are TLC, you have a lift, you walk on your tippy-toes, which is very visible, you're not. And the thing is, I just wanted to be left alone. And I realized that from fighting, the easiest way to get people to avoid me and leave me the fuck alone and not talk to me is if they were afraid of me fear in high school made people leave me alone so i was feared in high school because it was the perfect way to make people leave me the fuck alone
2: see people left me alone but it was an opposite reason they liked me because i was a jock
1: nobody liked me i had very few friends very few i had one friend one friend growing up
2: (laughs) I mean, you know how I am. I I mean, my basic attitude hasn't changed much. I can get along with a lot of people.
1: Not me. I can't get along with anyone. And you know me. (laughs)
2: This is the reason why I deal with the girls. Yes. I'm much more.
1: I don't think our audience knows that. Why we have the jobs (laughs) we do. I am not a people person. I should never be ever dealing with people. So Raven is a people
2: person. Yes, I can I can deal with people much better than you can. I can't tell the amount of times you've come to me <clears> and just said, deal with this.
1: I have no patience. I have no patience for fuck boys or fuck girls. I just have, I don't want any drama. I know that our girls have personal problems. I don't want to fucking hear about them. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's just like, handle your shit i handle my shit do i come to you do i come to you and tell you all the shit i'm going through fuck no you never know shit about what i'm going through because i don't bitch and whine like a pussy fart over it i mean it's just like the reason nobody knows if i'm going through some shit like the the time i chewed you out for posting shit on a social media site the reason nobody knows i'm going through some shit is because i ain't no fucking pussy fart I handle my shit. I don't involve other people in my shit. It's nobody else's problem but my own. I'll handle my own fucking problems. Ain't nobody's business. I'll handle my shit. You don't worry about me. But everybody wants to bring their shit to me. <laughs> I do want to fucking hear about your shit. I got shit too. Everybody has shit. Handle your goddamn shit. Don't fucking waste my time about your shit. That's your shit. It shouldn't even be discussed because you should have already handled your shit.
2: I know. I'm your girlfriend, and I'll come to you with shit, and you're like, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. What do you want me to do about it? That's all
2: I get. I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry, hon. What do you want me to do about it? Ain't no empathy here. (laughs) There's no empathy to be found here.
2: Honey's calling you out. What is she saying? She says lies, Kimber, and you have helped me with a lot.
1: First of all, first, (laughs) I am a mentor. I always have time to talk to the girls if they are genuinely interested in wanting to learn things. I, and Raven will back me up, I am always up to teaching the girls shit. It doesn't mean that I am extremely friendly. (laughs) Or I want to party with you or hang out. It means I am there to teach you because I want you to be better. I am constantly trying to help people be better. Is that true? Yes. There you go. I'm constantly (laughs) trying to help people. It it doesn't mean that I'm a friendly person. I'm a helpful person. doesn't
2: mean I want to hear about your shit. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's it's like handle your own shit. Now, if the girl... Uh, you know, honey, honey's like, well, they're probably talking about me, but that's not really true. We've had lots of girls, but yeah, honey does it too. But when a girl brings her shit to me, I will tell her advice. I will say, this is how you get out of your shit. Now that you've brought it to me, I'm assuming that you're not just whining and you're looking for input. So here's what you need to do. Now, if she doesn't do it and she's still going through the shit, I definitely don't want to hear about that shit anymore
2: now that's how i am i will take time out of my day to help anybody but if you take the advice that i give you and you run the opposite direction i'm like hey try it out yep you you handle what, your shit you took what i told you and you did the complete opposite you're on your own now cuz if you're not going to do if you're not going to take the advice I give you and use it, why am I even taking the time out of my day that I could be doing stuff that would be bettering my life and my, you know, situations? Why am I taking that time and wasting it on you, who's not even listening?
1: But honey's a little doll baby. I want her to do well. I mean, she's sweet. Yes. I want her to have a great life, but there's nothing I can really do for Honey because she's in her 20s. And and both Raven and I try to explain to Honey that when you're in your 20s, I don't fucking care who you are. Unless you're born a celebrity's kid or a rich person's kid, I don't give a fuck who you are unless you're rich. The 20s suck for everyone. It's a living hell for anybody. You... You're basically on your own for the first time in your twenties. You've been taken care of pretty well up to then, and if you got on your own at 18, well, then you've only been doing it for a couple of years. You still don't know what the fuck you're doing.
2: Oh my god, this new fan came to me. It was a, I guess, a girl early in her transition. <coughs> new OnlyFans member, oh,
1: hormone titties.
2: Yeah, and and she's like, we were we were kind of talking about this. And I was like, yeah, I was like, these girls that come, oh, because she was saying she had a thing for Amy. And I was like, yeah, Amy. I was like, I can only take Amy in small doses. Because <laughs> I was like, these girls and oh their my young, God. these young girls in their 20s, I was <laughs> like, I can only take any of them in small doses because they just get to me because they're they're all fucking dumb. Well, not dumb, they're all stupid in the young twenties ways. And she's like, yeah, I get it. She's like, I'm 29 and I can't handle it. And I'm like, you're in there too. I'm like, I'm fucking 47. I can't stand any of you.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. with Amy. But I have to say as much as we bag on Amy and how annoying she is, there are very few girls out there in the business that are more photogenic and more skilled in front of that camera. Amy is good at what she does. And she's annoying. She can seduce that
2: camera amazingly. She can be annoying. She knows her angles. But she has her shit straight, too.
1: And, you know, she's good at what she does. She's extremely skilled. She has a lot of skill. Well,
2: well, that comes from her being, and I say this with the most love I can possibly give her if she's listening, she loves herself. She definitely (laughs) does. So... I, the other, you oh, know, is that Brian? Who's, uh, Skyhawk is on here. I wonder if that's Brian. <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe. Maybe that's Brian. Maybe that's the boss. <laughs> so I, I, was, I was, you know, hot ones, that, that YouTube show where he eats hot oh, wings yeah. with celebrities. Yeah. I watch those from occasion because if it's a celebrity I give a fuck about, I'll yeah. go, I want to see the fucked up questions they're going to ask. So I realized today when one popped up i thought to myself jeez fuck i'm i'm old i'm old and the reason i felt old is cuz i had no idea who it was and i realized i've gotten to that age where i don't know the new celebrities now mm-hmm. and i'm like i'm talking about back in my day we had arnie Schwarzenegger, and tom cruise now i don't know who these people are i don't know who if wants this that? okay you you can tell me who this is because I don't know if he's a singer. I don't know if he's an actor. I've never heard about him in my fucking life. Kid Cuddy? Who the fuck is that?
2: I know who it is. Who is it? I know the name. Uh, Aha! Yeah, yeah. No, he is a singer, but I don't, li- I don't listen to his music. I think he's a rapper. I'm but told I- to listen to his music. Yeah, I Our don't. new fucking schmack of music. Yeah. It- Let me look it up quick, because I think he's one of those mumble rappers. Mumble rappers. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he's a rapper. Is he? Yeah. See,
1: uh, you know, Ice Cube's a rapper. Ice T's a rapper. Who the fuck is Kid Cudi?
2: See, at least I knew he was a rapper.
1: Jesus Christ, give me some NWA. What See, fucking- whoever
2: Skyhawk is, he said, come on with exclamation points, like. Never
1: fucking heard of, uh, of fucking Kid Cudi. Uh, is he a new guy or something? Not really. I'm really? oh, fucking old. <laughs> God, I'm old. Uh, I didn't know who Dua Lipa was forever. Who who the fuck is that? I don't know who that is. (laughs) Yeah. God, I don't know who that is either. Fuck you, Big Sexy. God damn it. But you fucking show me a picture of Betty White. I'm like, that's Betty White. She was a golden girl. I don't know fucking shit about things today. And I don't listen to any of the new music. The only thing I know about new music today is I think Megan Thee Stallion is hot. I I don't really know a lot of her music, but I like the way she moves to it.
2: You know what I find She's hilarious? She's 100% my type. You know what I find hilarious? What? And I think about this a lot. You are so into black men. But and your, black women. your knowledge of hip-hop culture is stuck in like 1990. It
1: is, yeah. But you know, the funny part is I know a lot about black culture, just not about their music.
2: I like men. Because I'm old. As long as they have a big dick, I don't care. But my knowledge of hip-hop culture is like vast
1: see mine (laughs) ends around jay-z mine ends around jay-z era so you're talking about like early to mid 90s past jay-z's prime i know i i because i think it was that perpetual loop that in the the mid 90s i started getting this loop where i just listened to stuff there or earlier And I didn't listen to any new music. So I got caught in this perpetual loop. Like, even when I'm driving today, I'm listening to 80s. So I'm caught in this perpetual old music
2: loop. What I will say, though, is... I'm never exposed to anything new. Like, I can't... Amy loves that mumble Mm, rap shit. She's
1: fucking hot.
2: I can't She needs bigger tits. I can't get into the mumble rap shit. But I do like... I like the new rappers that actually... And this is kind of harkened back to like the 80s and 90s rap where there was actual messages in the rap, but there's a guy named Atmosphere who's really good.
1: I wonder if her pussy smells like curry. Jesus
2: Christ. Sorry, I
1: was distracted.
2: I'm just wondering.
1: Better pussy smells like curry. Why don't
2: you just whip your dick out and masturbate right on, right during the show? He's
1: putting sexy pictures up. Not my fault.
2: (sighs) You're fucking pathetic.
1: Oh man, what? Because I mean, she needs bigger tits, though. But I do. I bet her pussy smells like curry. Bit spicy. She looks white. With, with She's fucking like Hindu or some shit. I think she's she she she's got way too good of a tan to be a white person. That that is a, not a white person skin color right there. That is. I wish I had that skin color. Fucking hot. I mean she's no Megan the Stallion. Jesus Christ, bitch, she's white. Megan the Stallion is the shit. Whew. She's births white? What what's that mean? She births white. Does that mean she has white babies or what? I don't know. I don't, I don't fucking speak big sexy. What I, what the I fuck does either. that even mean? <clears throat> so, Raven. No. What are your thoughts on cultural appropriation? I don't give a shit. Do you think there's ever a time where it should be considered offensive? Blackface. Well, that's not really cultural appropriation. Like, what if uh, a white guy wears a dashiki?
2: I think if you come to the United States and you're living here in this melding pot of every culture... I think it's more of a, um, I I think it's you're you're paying homage maybe to, but even then, I don't even think it's paying homage. I think it's just you, I might look at something in black culture or Hispanic culture or Asian culture and go, that's fucking cool. And you just want to emulate it because you think it's cool. I don't think it's appropriating anything you're just seeing something you think is cool and you're you're emulating it it's not i would agree appropriating anything
1: i mean if a white guy wants to wear a
2: dashiki i don't give a fuck i just i shared a better picture of her it's a fucking white girl oh that's a white girl yeah that's a kardashian white girl
1: she needs bigger lips and bigger tits definitely
2: and you were just going off about how fucking hot she was.
1: Uh, she looked hot when she was squatting down with the tennis because it kind of had a hip-hop vibe to it. You know how I am. You know how I am. I mean, the hottest girl from movies back in the day to me was the girl who said, you don't have to lie, Craig. I would fucking tear that shit up all day. Long braids and long nails. I
2: would fucking destroy that. I would wreck it makes that. Makes me think you're just with me because I'm just here and available. Oh, my... <laughs> I'm with the white girl because that's all I could get in Kentucky.
1: I'm married to an Hispanic woman.
2: I know she's
1: got big old ass like and if a, big lips. Like if and big a Hispanic
2: titties. tranny came along, you'd be like, "See ya, sorry." <laughs> oh, fuck.
1: I I like I like ghetto black chicks. That's what really does it for me. Of uh, guys ask me my fetishes all the time. It's not really a fetish, but that's what I'm most attracted to. If I see a black chick with uh you know wearing fucking something hood radish and she has big hoop earrings and long ass fucking nails braids in her hair fucking ghetto as fuck my dick gets so goddamn hard i just want to breed her all day long i i Megan making the stallion is the shit to me I, that's the to the, like the pinnacle
2: Makes me wonder,
1: what what the fuck? I mean, like Lexus, if if you're talking about, if you're like, hey Lexus, what do you find super attractive? Name a celebrity you find super attractive. She'll say something like John Hamm. Now, do I look anything like fucking John Hamm to you? (laughs) Do I do I have so little self confidence? I'm thinking, well, (laughs) she doesn't find me attractive because she like John Hamm, and I'm nothing like John Hamm.
2: She's not constantly talking about John Hamm. Yes, she is. Yes, she is.
1: She would like to have a John Ham sandwich every fucking day. It used to be Jason Momoa. She has her flavor of the the year or so. Every couple of years, it changes, and now it's John Ham. Although she would not turn down any John Cena either, but I don't look anything like John Cena. So. You used to. But I don't anymore. Now, should I feel insecure that my wife, you know, I'm like, my wife obviously doesn't find me attractive because I don't look like John M. No.
2: How was that?
1: No. How was that? (laughs) No, because I have fucking self confidence. I'm not an insecure pussy fart.
2: You know, big sexy. Mentioned earlier, I, I was going to bring it up and I forgot. He said you need to make that into a T-shirt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Whatever br-
2: it was you said about pussy fart, he said you need to make that. I'm into
1: a bringing t-shirt. pussy fart back. Okay, I'm going to be known as a queen of queef.
2: I'm bringing pussy fart back. Yes, he said. Bitch and wine like a pussy fart needs to be made into a T-shirt.
1: <laughs> Speaking of pussy fart and the queen of queef. I got handed to Lexis. She is the queen of queef.
2: She's not here to defend herself.
1: No, but she, you know we make fun of her all the time. I mean, I I kind of find it hot. <laughs> I don't know. I, maybe it's just me, but when you're going at it and the girl is making all sorts of suction noises down there, I don't find it I find it pretty fucking
2: hot. God, what did what did uh, what's his name say? What? Damn, she's talking to me. Yeah, <laughs> name
1: is talking to me. Uh, yeah, um, she. I find it hot. I I thought it was because I told the guy I, I told B Dog before he shot with her. I'm like, she gets really wet and she she a lot. <laughs> and then he's fucking her, and she, you know, I I I find it very appealing. But maybe I'm weird. Maybe I don't know how you guys feel about that. I I find it. You know, it makes me feel like I'm doing it right. You know, if she's that wet, I'm doing it right. I consider, it, to me, a pussy fart is like a burp at the end of a, a meal. Oh, I consider shit. that shit a compliment. And the more she queefs, the more I'm fucking laying that pipe, because I'm thinking, "Oh shit, I got her going now."
2: See, I wasn't huge, but you know, I was like six and a half, maybe. Maybe seven on a good day.
1: Mm, that's not a very good day, but How, okay. Fuck
2: off. <laughs> but bitch, pretty sad day. What yeah. I could do that you couldn't do?
1: What fit it through a keyhole?
2: I could. I could pull a fucking Terry, and I could fuck for four hours straight. Oh yeah, because I don't have stamina. No, not like that. Bit no. <laughs> okay. No. Okay. Okay. As a man, you would fuck for four hours.
1: Ask Lexus. She's not here to defend me. <laughs> I'm a fucking sexual god. Please. I'm not a mechanic. I mean, there are things I'm horrible at. There are things in life I'm really good at. Me good at sex. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm really good at laying that pop. Mm-hmm. Mm.
2: You know, if I wanted to, as fucked up as my voice is from being sick, I could probably nail that. Uh, I could probably nail that voice right now.
1: Oh, uh, sling blade. Yeah. So I guess weed is on its way to be universally legal.
2: Yeah. I Looking mean, at like this that.
1: point, at this point, why would you arrest anybody for pot? Everybody just got pardoned. Yeah. So I mean, you're going to start all. You're like, okay, I'm risking you for pot, dude. They just pardoned everybody last week. It's only
2: federal convictions, though. It's not state convictions. He said he hoped states would follow along, but you know, Kentucky's not going.
1: Well, Beto O'Rourke has vowed to do it if he they elect him. He's going to pardon all the weed smokers, and he said he promises he will make weed legal.
2: I think it's fucking ridiculous. I mean, the people that try to say weed is is bad, and it's like, is it really any worse than alcohol? Weed is bad, i cool. It's no fucking worse than alcohol. Yeah, it's I'm actually cool. it's actually not even as bad as alcohol. You're lucky. For some reason, my, my shit's not, even though it's connected to the soundboard, it's not making yeah, any sound. It,
1: it doesn't seem bad at all. That seems pretty fucking good. Pretty righteous, bro.
2: But the thing is, you know, like we've said before, when you get drunk, you going to be okay over there? I'm good.
1: I'm good, homie.
2: When It's just, uh, I don't know. It's just. It, it seems like we have the prohibitionists who seem to be mostly the ones who want to prohibit fucking everything under the goddamn sun, other that, than that, other than reading the Bible and going to church. Of course,
1: they're prohibitionists. They they want that's what they do. They prohibit. That's that's literally all they do.
2: They mm-hmm. want they want missionary sex with your fucking cousin or your fucking sister and go. Oh, to that's church getting and,
1: oddly specific.
2: Well, I mean. <laughs> They want to ban all abortions, even if it's from your fucking uncle or from your aunt, uh, your aunt, <coughs> Jesus. unless you're it's Hershel Walker
1: your- and then you want to ban them, but you keep having them. Yeah.
2: Ban them ever for everybody. But you, I,
1: that girl never even told me she had an abortion. Like, dude, she has a signed check for you paying for it.
2: And a get well card. You fucked hard. But he's also, he, he's got a, a child from that woman who he wanted her to have an abortion (laughs) the second time, and she said, no, I'm keeping it. And he literally has nothing to do with that child other than paying child support. She said that he does the absolute bare minimum. But then these same people are like, want to force you to have that kid, but they don't want to force the man to be around other than paying some fucking money every month
1: i i'm i'm starting to believe that most men all have mild retardation now let me explain
2: unless they're republican then it's major retardation yeah.
1: but men in general have been telling me that they want to see this movie now I'll, most men i would say 70 percent if not more of men around our age want to see this movie, and every time a man tells me I really want to see this movie, I always think the exact same thing in my heart of hearts. That is, oh, you're mildly retarded, poor thing.
2: <laughs>
1: and that is a Super er, Mario Brothers movie.
2: Why? With
1: Chris Pratt, it's Mario. Woo-hoo. Why are you five? Uh, that's what I think. But they're fucking wanting to fucking watch this movie. They're wanting to rekindle their goddamn childhood playing NES or something. And I'm thinking to myself, it's a fucking animated cartoon. With Chris Pratt doing a, a horrible, offensive, Italian accent. Woohoo!
2: I mean, the first Mario movie sucked ass. What do they think? The second one's going to be amazing?
1: Well, this one's a cartoon. I don't care. And... If it was a live action, I'd be less inclined to think that they were mildly retarded. But because it's a a kitty animated uh, computer graphic cartoon and it's about Super Mario Brothers, which is a video game, and it's only appealing to people in our age category, and 70% of the demographic are men, I'm thinking men who actually want to see this movie— if they tell me that, uh, I am going to jump to the conclusion they're There's something they're mentally
2: retarded. wrong with Mario, too. All he wants to do is take mushrooms and crush <laughs> turtles.
1: Why are you on Mario all the time? Just, just get on my brother, Luigi. Woohoo!
2: And he spits fire? I mean, what the fuck?
1: Only when I eat the fire flowers, then
2: I can spit the fire. Woohoo!
1: Been waiting forever with that one. You didn't never heard that one.
2: No, big sexy says he heard he doesn't even use the accent. He
1: he. Okay, he uses the as much accent as Tom Hanks does as Geppetto. He he puts in as much effort. He puts as much effort into his voice into Mario's voice. As, you know, Tom Hanks did to Japan, though.
2: It's fucking stupid.
1: See, Big Sexy tunes in just to hear my stupid impressions. I know. I know he does. He's just like, which one is she going to whip out now? Because I actually had the impression off on his show. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I did, yeah. It was Big Sexy show I went on, and his co-host was an impressionist, and me and Sean... Had to have an impression off where we went back and forth. That was a good show. I had a good time on that show. <clears throat> Mario is not one of the ones I whipped out. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you know what the world's deadliest animal is?
2: A mongoose.
1: Why? Oh, okay. First off, before we go any further. A honey badger. I need to understand how the raven brain works. <laughs> so, why do you feel... The honey badger or the mongoose, of all things, it could be a lion, tiger, no, Kodiak, grizzly. I want to know in the raven logic brain why your first go-to was the mongoose and honey badger.
2: Well, as the most dangerous mongooses, don't give a fuck. deadliest animal mongooses. will just fucking attack anything. A mongoose will attack. How
1: many humans do you know that attack, die in mongoose attack?
2: Mongooses will attack black mambas. Oh they yeah, don't fucking the care. deadliest
1: animal. How many people do you know that have been killed in a mongoose attack?
2: You said deadly. You didn't. say yeah, deadly that to humans. Yeah, that means death. It means death occurs. You didn't say deadly to humans. <laughs> you just said deadly.
1: So if, if if you know you see a like a, a show geared towards men, this is the deadliest fighting arts. What, what do you think it means that only the deadliest like your karate kicking dogs or something? no is talking about humans when it's talking about deadliest because Fine. you know humans don't care about anything else dying?
2: Yeah, we don't.
1: <laughs> so <clears throat> what, what do you, you, I want to know why you felt that the honey badger or mongoose were the world's deadliest
2: animal. I want to know how your brain works because they're they don't give a fuck. They'll attack anything and they don't care.
1: So you believe aggression is akin to being deadly.
2: Well, according to this website, the most deadly <laughs> animal in the world is the mosquito. It is.
1: <laughs> I was going to drop that knowledge. Oh, you're cheating over there. You're yes. looking shit up. So you're you're confessing to cheating
2: to our audience. I'm not cheating. I run the show, so I have the computer at my disposal. The
1: mosquito has killed
2: millions of people. You know who's the next deadliest? According to this website? I didn't care about the second. Our
1: stupid asses. Yeah. Well, um, mosquitoes have killed millions, and every year they kill thousands. Thousands. Yeah. And uh, they take more lives than any other animal. They are extremely deadly. And they are have been killing thousands every year since the beginning of humanity.
2: Yeah, but you know who doesn't give a fuck about them? Who? The honey badger. <laughs> oh,
1: geez, <laughs>
2: <Christ. clears throat> You're such a dork.
1: Okay, I want to ask you a question, Raven. Now this is all hypothetical imaginary questions. I just want to know your opinion on
2: this. Wait, what, what are the parameters?
1: That you have to pretend a little bit?
2: I mean, is this strictly to humans? Well, this
1: <clears throat> I'm going to be asking you about uh, how you would feel about your kid's interest. But considering that your son is an asshole, you have to pretend he's not. <laughs> and that he's
2: young again.
1: Okay, pretend like he was young enough in his teens before he was an asshole. Okay. Uh, What age did he turn into an asshole?
2: When he turned into a teen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, you're raising your your son, and he gets really passionately into something. I want to know what you feel is worse if your son was very passionately into this interest. Okay? Okay. <clears throat> brony.
2: <laughs> My daughter was into that.
1: Yes, but your son <laughs> is a brony. Okay. Or your son is a furry. Or your son is into LARPing. Or he's a flat earther.
2: So which one is the worst? Or which, which one, one
1: is- would you be the most... Upset about if you were raising a teenage son and your teenage son, which would be the one you were most upset about? Your teenage son is a brony, your teenage son is a furry. That's easy. Your teenage son is a LARPer, or your teenage son is a flat earther.
2: That's easy. A flat earther. Why? Because that's just fucking stupid.
1: That is stupid, but not as embarrassing because if your son is a furry, he's always going to be wearing fur costumes around the house. Dressing up as animals,
2: not necessarily, and
1: uh, furry has a very high sexual element to it, and that—that yeah, that to me but, is bestiality.
2: But bronies and furries and all that stuff is kind of like a—I don't know. It's, it's different than oh, it's just different. A, it's just—it's different than just being an ignorant, dumbass, education-denying <laughs> flat earther.
1: Okay, so. There's
2: a lot of shit. There's a lot of (laughs) science you have to deny. So
1: you would look at your son and go, listen, I put up with your shit when you went through your brony phase. (laughs) I put up with your shit when you went through your furry phase. I put up with your shit when you went LARPing with your friends. But I draw the line at anybody being a flat earther in this fucking house.
2: Pretty much, yeah. Okay, so that's the line. For me, it would be yeah.
1: I'm wondering what other people in the uh, the chat room would deem to be the worst that if they had a teenage <laughs> son,
2: big sexy son, he's kind of the same as me. I'd rather my kid be a furry than a dummy, <laughs> which is kind of what yeah, roundabout what I was saying. I guess one is a personal... The other ones are personal preferences, yeah, and the other is just being fucking stupid.
1: <laughs> I don't see any of the choices leading normal lives. No, but... I mean, it, I don't see very normal, well-adjusted people being into any of these activities. You, I don't see a stockbroker uh, being a brony. I just don't. I don't see a doctor uh, being a flat earther. No, these seem like these are societal losers that are outcasts and bullied and completely on the fringe. They were pushed aside. They're the they're the island of misfit toys. So they find their own little weird cliques with other weirdos that have been pushed out of society. So yeah, they, but they all come together over My Little Pony and Animal Sex and D&D with foam swords and uh, the earth being a disc surrounded by a dome.
2: It's just, oh, don't get me going. <laughs> it's just, you know me, my mind is very analytical. I'm not... As much of a dreamer as you are, and my mind is analytical, and just my mind cannot comprehend that someone can. I just it, for but someone I think that the science works—that we live on a how fucking about QAnon? Disc.
1: Do you know how many QAnon members believe that the Democrats oh. are part of a satanic cult that is pedophiles that sacrifice children for their power?
2: That makes absolutely no sense to me But they
1: really believe it. It's fucking stupid. Now, Big Sexy says furries are people too. And I would not agree. And I'll tell you why. Because I believe that it's not okay what you're into. It's just your own fetish. If you're looking at shit like child pornography online, then it goes across the line. I think furries run dangerously. Close to bestiality, dangerously close. <laughs> the only thing that saves it from being straight up bestiality is you're pretending to be an animal that's fucking another animal. But any way you cut it, you're getting your dick hard to fuck an animal. And I've seen the cartoons, I've seen the animes, and that is fucking animated bestiality. And what I'm saying is it toes the line on being disturbing behavior. It is not innocent. Oh, furries are people too. They are walking a line in society with acceptable bestiality. Their fantasies revolve around fucking cartoon animals. That is not a harmless fantasy. That is a twisted sexual perversion. You are fucking fantasizing about fucking an animal. That we say, oh, pedophiles are worse than dog shit. Well, but bro, uh, but uh, furries are harmless.
2: Well, fuck you, what they about are. These people that want to fuck these girls that look like anime girls that look like they're fucking 12. Because all these anime girls Another look thing. like they're exactly ex- underage.
1: The, that the guys who are really into uh, that cosplay anime shit that runs fairly close to the line of pedophilia there. If a guy is jerking off to Sailor Moon, he needs to ask himself why he's doing it and why he feels she's so appealing. I'm just saying that guys are towing the line here. If guys are jerking off to baby one more time, hit me uh-huh. baby one more time, you got issues.
2: Jesus, you just dated yourself. I know, song.
1: but if you think about all these men that go, God damn, she's so fucking hot on that video.
2: How old was she in that video?
1: And look what she's representing. And why do you feel that's hot? Why do you feel that's hot, you sick fuck? These guys have to be honest with themselves. Because most guys, when Hit Me Baby One More Time came out, they were all like, oh my God. But why were you turned on? What is wrong with men? Men are sick fucks. There is a reason why the schoolgirl fantasy is so big in porn. (laughs) guys always toe the line of being pedophiles. The ones that... uh, Jared walked over the line. But most guys stay pretty close to that fucking line.
2: Yeah. Jared just walked over. I would... You know, us doing porn for as long as we have, would you agree that in porn, probably one of the best-selling pieces of clothing is probably... The fucking schoolgirl skirt.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Big Sexy says so many people have said the same thing about the trans people. First of all, trans is number two as far as most popular straight porn category in the entire world, second only to teen. And so, you know, billions of people. Uh, believe that trans is extremely sexy whereas a very small divergent imbalance people think fucking animals is sexy and i don't think fucking a cartoon animal i think it's disturbing i think it's fucking disturbing and i i think you know people that are going to be don't kink shame i think some kink should be shame like the people who like to have sex with inanimate objects I'm not talking about sex dolls. I'm talking about they fuck their car. They fuck it in the tailpipe. These motherfuckers, shame, shame, (laughs) kink, shame. (laughs) If they're fucking their couch or if they fuck dead people, shame, shame. You Uh, fuck kids. You fuck dead people. You fuck furniture or cars. You fuck cartoon rabbits. Shame. Fucking shame on you. (laughs) That is not okay. So I don't want to hear anything about kink shaming. There are certain kinks. Like if you're jerking off to fucking somebody popping balloons, shame. There is something wrong with you. I don't
2: know about that. That
1: is fucking abnormal as fuck. If the kink
2: isn't hurting anybody.
1: It's not hurting anybody for a guy to fuck his tailpipe. No. It's hurting me. Get the fuck away from me.
2: Yeah, but like... Go live on Freak Island. Fan, somebody who's not into trans people could say that somebody who's into trans and people... Could my kind
1: argument was we are in the number two category him. and billions of people feel that trans right. are attractive, but I not billions care. of people are fucking their tailpipe. I don't I'm saying there are some sexual kinks that cannot get a pass because they are clearly indications of a, a very deviant behavior. If you're fucking your couch because you find your couch attractive, or if you're in love with your car, and you fuck that tailpipe, that is not a harmless sexual kink. There is something severely wrong with you. Go get help.
2: There might be something wrong with you, but you're not hurting anybody.
1: Like, I was watching this video where this guy who was in love with his car was confessing it to his father.
2: I think I've seen it.
1: And I felt so bad for the dad. Because what do you do when
2: your son? Yes, it would be embarrassing. Yes, I would not want to admit my son fucked his car. But, <laughs> but is it hurting anybody? No. I would rather admit that my son I, was fucking his car than my son I, was fucking his I dog. I think it is
1: hurting people because in that video, the kid confesses to his father that he's in love with his car. He's in a relationship with his car, and he fucks his car. Now, I'll tell you why that's hurting people. Not only, obviously, is it hurting his fucking father, but that individual has a mental issue that needs to be immediately addressed. I agree that
2: there's a mental issue because They
1: believe in their brain that they can form an emotional connection
2: with an inanimate object and have a
1: relationship with it. So in their brain, it's just like those people that fall in love and have a relationship with their sex doll. And other people are supportive of it. No, there you, we have to draw a line and say, these people need help. There is something wrong with them. Their brain is not functioning right. We need to intervene and help them. There are some fetishes and kinks that we shouldn't just placate because they could be indications of something more severe going wrong there. And I think if you have a son that's like, Pretending his sex doll is his wife now and marries his sex doll and tells you he's in love and has this great relationship and has conversations with his sex doll. And you're okay with that because you're trying to be, you know, oh, he's not hurting anyone? No. That is a mentally distressed person. I
2: I read an article about a week ago or so where, and they were showing pictures along with this article of this husband and wife who had a sex doll they actually somehow impregnated the sex doll with a fake baby and were happy because the sex doll had a baby and they were treating it like an actual baby.
1: Yeah. it's Isn't that
2: some weird but shit? But that's
1: an indication of a mental illness there. If you are literally having conversations with inanimate objects and you feel they are talking back and you have affections and... Actual genuine love for an inanimate oh, object. And you like, believe in your mind is returned.
2: They were like, she's such a doting mother. And it's like, she's a piece of fucking latex.
1: Now now he's now big sexy trying to compare it with how people feel about trans and there's not a comparison. We're talking about if you actually have a conversation with an inanimate object and you believe you are being talked back to, And you believe you're in love with this person that you share this bond with and they're a sex doll. Well, I don't... That is not harmless. I
2: don't agree it's the same as someone being attracted to a trans person because a trans person can either return the affection or not return it, whereas a car cannot.
1: And as far as furries, do I believe that they're harmful because they, they engage in very borderline bestiality? No, because they... They would never fuck a real animal because they would have to be a cartoon. Now, if cartoons were real, they would be raped all the time by furries. But furries (laughs) won't fuck you unless you're a cartoon. So I don't believe that real animals are in jeopardy. However, I believe there are some sexual kinks, like being a furry, that equates you to being a fucking weirdo. And you are definitely a fucking weirdo. And I don't fucking care about not judging kinks. If you tell me you're a furry and really into it, and you fucking costume, and you fuck other people in costumes, you're a fucking weirdo.
2: So what you're saying is I can't dress up like a kitty for you? I'm
1: saying if I see Mickey Mouse fucking goofy in big costumes, it's fucking weird. It's fucking weird. And I think that... At least 98% of the population would agree that it's fucking weird.
2: You take that dick, Mickey.
1: And unlike Big Sexy's argument, the, the world does not agree that trannies are weird because we're the number two category. However, if you're fucking cartoon animals or if you're watching, it's fucking weird. It's fucking weird. It's not normal. We can't normalize that shit. It's fucking weird. You want to like it? Like it. You're not hurting anybody? Fine. But you tell me about it, and I'm going to tell you, you're a fucking weirdo. You don't want to be judged by me? Don't tell me you're a fucking furry. Because the minute you tell me you're a furry, it's on like Donkey Kong. You are judged. You are a fucking weirdo. I,
2: I feel in this country you have the right to be a furry. Um. But I still have the right to judge you for being a furry. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, like, okay, you
1: can be a furry. That's fine. I agree, Raven. You can be a furry, but I think you're a fucking weirdo. And if you don't want me to think you're a weirdo, don't tell me about your weird furry fetish. I don't want to fucking hear about a weirdo. Just like we have a mutual fan. We have a mutual fan that likes certain things that we do not tolerate. And I tell him all the time, I'm like, do not talk about that shit.
2: Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah,
1: do not <laughs> talk about it. Yeah, I don't want to know about it. I don't fucking, you know, uh, there's no kink shaming. You're into that? Fine. Don't fucking tell me about it. I find it disgusting. I find it weird. And I don't want to talk about it.
2: And honestly. Talk, about,
1: talk to somebody else about that.
2: Honestly, I think part of his kink. Is telling other people about it because he yeah he I think he gets off on trying to tell us about it.
1: I I, I shut him down immediately. I said I do too know, because I'll fucking block your he ass. He wants I said, to
2: talk about it. Yeah,
1: I said all right, Don't fucking talk about your fetishes. I'm not into it, and I don't like it, and I don't want to talk about it. And you start talking about it, and I'll block your ass. So mm-hmm. don't
2: fucking.
1: See, now all our fucking fans are wondering. They're like, what could be so fucking bad that two fucking horde-out porn stars
2: draw the line that they'll
1: block you for it? It's
2: probably not as bad as you think it is. We just both find it fucking nasty.
1: So much so that we don't even want to hear anything. We don't even want it brought (laughs) up from this motherfucker. And we find it so horrible, so... That, oh, that is one of the worst. That is worse than brony. That is worse than furry. I, that is worse than being in love with your car. To me, that is worse. I mean, everybody has their own opinions, but I would rather hang out with a guy who has a relationship with his couch than somebody who is into that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that is where I draw the fucking line. All right, so I guess we should tell them, right?
2: If you want to.
1: So what we're talking about where we draw the line so heavily that we think it's worse than anything is scat. And we draw hard, nope. And we, no, 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 no. I don't even
2: like the way my toilet smells after I do a number two. I don't like the I way your toilet smells after you do number two. I can't two. imagine the way that smells after it gets smeared all oh, over. Oh, stop, 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 <laughs> stop. You're doing it. You're doing it. You're doing what we
1: fucking would block that guy for. Stop it. Stop it.
2: And we were just talking about the two girls one. Girl oh, would you week.
1: stop, motherfucker. Fuck. Jeez. Okay, we're changing we're changing conversations here. That's fucking grossing me out already. I'm very sensitive that sh- that shit. No pun intended. Gross. I I would much rather hang out with the guy that fucks his guy. We
2: used to make jokes about that when we were in school because uh, one of the things they would give you for lunch was this chocolate thing that had peanuts in it. Oh, stop it! <laughs>
1: And what the would, fuck is wrong with you? We would roll him up and go. It reminds me of the fucking Caddyshack scene. I don't want to fucking see that either, even though I know it's a candy bar. <laughs> where he finds it in the pool. Oh, yeah. where it's, and he picks it up and he takes a bite out of it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Oh, girl. I saw a movie. Trailer. You know how critical I am about movies, especially new movies. In fact, I'm like the critic from the cartoon. It stinks every fucking thing I see. But I saw a trailer. I was enamored. I'm like, I want to see this. It's called Violent Night.
2: That even sounds like a cool name. It is amazing.
1: (laughs) You've got to watch the trailer for Violent Night. It's with uh, David Harbour, who plays Santa. (laughs) <laughs> Santa is making the delivery of presents to this girl and at that time she's being uh, she's, her whole family is being under siege by this evil terrorist organization oh, when geez. Santa shows up giving out, uh, uh, around the tree the terrorists attack Santa and they start a fight with Santa well Santa defends himself uh. and Santa's a motherfucking badass <laughs> <laughs> then they piss Santa off So Santa decides that he's going to take out the terrorist. Oh, jeez. And it's time to give out some season's beatings. Season's
2: beatings.
1: And it's fucking amazing. And I want to see it so bad. I was watching the trailer because the concept is so goddamn stupid. (laughs) But when you watch the trailer, I guarantee you'll want to watch it because they know it's stupid. They understand how stupid this is. And they make it look so much fun. Like, this looks like it's going to be a roller coaster of enjoyment. I cannot wait to see Violent Night. For all of our listeners that haven't watched the trailer, go check out Violent Night. It's fucking amazing. I got to see this fucking film. Plus, I like David Harbour anyway. All right, peeps. So, hopefully, we didn't gross you out too much on this show. This one was a gross one, especially at the end there.
2: Gross for you. I'm
1: going to be traumatized.
2: Yeah, it was gross. It's
1: not gross for you. You want our fan to start talking?
2: About I mean, it? it's nasty, yeah, it's but it's fucking disgusting. It doesn't like make me want to vomit like you do as long as I don't have to see it. I mean, it. I can
1: watch fucking furries fucking not
2: vomit. If I don't have to see it or smell it, I'm fine. Yeah,
1: that just makes me want to vomit. All right, peeps. So we got to run. Yes, we love we you guys. Thanks Bye, for guys. tuning in. Peace. All right, <laughs> hey guys. I have some fun on there. It's
0: Oops. a bath going in her ass. You're gonna have to burn it afterwards anyway.
2: I'm gonna suck your fucking dick.